What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 31 of Beef's Beef. Hope you guys are having a good Sunday. Uh, pretty bummed, but uh, I'll start out saying I, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, my, laps, my last episode where I went and re- recorded with Denny Crum at his house. Uh, that was by far the most enjoyable interview I've had, um, and I hope that the type of guy was conveyed through the episode. Um, I, I had a blast, and I can't say it enough, and I was intrigued by all the stories that he told and, and everything like that, and I hope you guys you know, enjoyed the message that he had for the fans because I thought that was a pretty nice thing to say and the fact that he loved this city so much that he could have gone back to his alma mater a couple times and definitely won more games at UCLA and chose to stay here because he loved the city so much. But the main thing to talk about today, it is Sunday, yes, but it's also Selection Sunday, which college basketball fans, you know that as the NCAA tournament releases the tournament bracket, uh, puts the 68 teams in a bracket. I will say, not just because Louisville didn't make it, which we'll get to here in a minute, I hated this year's show. I hated how they did it. I hated that they did the first 15 minutes was releasing what team is in, what team, what teams are not in, blah, blah, blah. I hated it. I thought it was dumb. Uh, I, did, I don't know. I, I, I hated how they did it. I love how they do it in the past where you release it bracket by bracket and you get to see where your team's playing right off and, and everything and, and all that type stuff. And this one was they released the at-large bids in alphabetical order. I thought it was the dumbest thing that they've ever done. But... What I'm going to do today is I'm going to go over each region of the bracket, uh, kind of give just like a quick rundown of, of each bracket, who I think could maybe be a potential upset uh, game in there, and and maybe help you out with your bracket. Again, no one's ever close to being perfect. I could probably tell you stuff on here, and it would be absolutely wrong. But, hey, if you listen to me, that's your fault. <laughs> so we'll start with the with the south bracket. Uh, we got Virginia as the one. Uh, Cincinnati as the two, Tennessee is the three, Arizona's the four, Kentucky's the five. Um, I like Virginia to come out of that bracket, but watch out for Arizona giving them a game in the in the Sweet 16. Uh, I do think Arizona's going to be too too big of a match for Kentucky. I don't think Kentucky has anything for DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Kentucky, with the way Davidson's been playing, they could get a tough game the first game. I think they still beat them. Because Kentucky's also been playing well as of late. Um, the the upset in the South region that I think will happen, I'm uh, crediting my buddy John for this one, Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago honestly could come out of the bottom part of that South bracket. Uh, they, have a, they have a lot of weapons. I watched them play in their conference championship as well. And they're not my biggest sleeper in this tournament. I'll, I'll give you guys that one a little bit later. Um... But I do like uh, Loyola Chicago. If you want a team that could maybe make a Sweet 16 Elite 8 run, take a look at Loyola Chicago. They definitely have a lot of weapons and could definitely do it. So, uh, I did say, like I did say, I, I, said, I said Virginia would come out of the South bracket. So, uh, right now we got one of the four teams in San Antonio. Uh, next, we'll go across to the East bracket with Villanova's the one, Purdue is the two seed. Um, Texas Tech's the three, Wichita State's the four, and West Virginia's the five. Now, 
I was watching ESPN's Bracketology for a little bit, and I was also watching CBS's little after show thing. Um, a couple people said that they think that Villanova has an easy road to the Elite Eight. I don't know. I mean, that second round could be very, very tough. I mean, Wichita State's not a, not a snub either if they get past that. But Virginia Tech and Alabama, Virginia Tech played really, really well for a while during the season. Alabama's been playing really well as of late until they played Kentucky. And Colin Sexton could give them trouble. Uh, I'm not saying that Alabama or Virginia Tech will beat Villanova, but I don't think it'll be as easy as everyone's saying it's going to be. So the the upset in this bracket, I'm going to go with Butler over Arkansas, the 10-7 game. Um, I really like Butler's team. They're led by Louisville's own Keelan Martin, so Louisville fans, if you're looking for a team to cheer for, uh, maybe you can find it here in the Butler Bulldogs. Uh, I think Butler beats Arkansas. Uh, I think they move on to the next round and uh, play Purdue. I think they play Purdue tough, but I think Purdue ultimately ends up uh, making it to the Elite Eight and losing to Villanova in the Elite Eight. I think that could be a pretty good, um, a pretty good bracket there. I think there's a lot of teams in there that can win. Uh, I think I do think Villanova will end up winning that bracket, but it's going to be a lot tougher than what some of the pundits think. Uh, which, like I said, Wichita State, West Virginia is good at times. Their defense is pretty good. And not only West Virginia, watch out for Murray State. That could be another upset uh, there, Murray State over, over West Virginia. Um, so there, there's a lot of good teams in that East bracket. Uh, it doesn't really make sense to me because you look down at the Midwest bracket with Kansas as the one – and to be 100% honest with you, I know some people love Michigan State. There's not a lot in that bracket other than Duke and can't other than Duke. I guess you could say Michigan State, but I guess I'm not really sold on Michigan State. Um, I mean, I guess we'll see. But Tom Izzo does seem to always get his team ready for the tournament, so we'll see about that one. Uh, we'll move over to the West bracket. We got Xavier's the one, North Carolina is the two. Michigan as the three, Gonzaga as the four, Ohio State as the five. So, um, I think Xavier may have a tough game uh, with Florida State. Uh, I think Florida State beats Missouri. And uh, although it would be kind of cool to see uh, Michael Porter play an actual tournament game. And I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think Florida State does beat them. I think they're... Their outside shooting and their athleticism is too much for Missouri. And I think Xavier squeaks by Florida State and meets Gonzaga in the Sweet 16 after they beat South Dakota State. South Dakota State will be my uh, upset in the West bracket. Uh, South Dakota State is met or is led by Mike Dom. I don't know if you guys have watched them. I got to watch them for the first time the other day in their uh, conference championship. That team can fill it up from the outside. I'm, I'm telling you, man, if you have not watched them, you are going to be in for a treat when you see them. Uh, they shoot, as a team, they shoot 40, 40% from the three-point line with 10 three-pointers made a game. That's solid. 76% from the free-throw line with 16.6 made a game. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I... 
there's there's a lot of good stuff about this team, and I, the only reason I don't move them past Gonzaga is because I kind of feel like Gonzaga is the one that slept on a little bit. So I don't know. We'll see. And then we move over. Or I, I think uh, the I think it's chalk all the way to the uh, all the way to the Elite Eight, and I do think North Carolina knocks off Xavier and makes it to the uh, Final Four. So right now we got. Uh, Villanova, we have Virginia, and we have North Carolina. So, two ACC teams. The actual ACC championship is going to meet again in the Final Four. And then we move over to the uh, Midwest bracket. And you got Kansas as the one, Duke as the two, um, Michigan State is the three, Auburn's the four, and Clemson's the five. First of all, I'm not a fan of Auburn. I don't really think they're very good. Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in this bracket that doesn't make sense to me. But uh, I'm mainly the 10 seed in the uh, 10 seed. Well, I don't even remember what bracket they were in. Mainly the 10 seed in the in this bracket, the Midwest bracket. The fact that Oklahoma's in the tournament, let alone a 10 seed, it's a joke to me. But you... Uh, you go through this bracket here, and I've, I've said all season, uh, I think Kansas is the most overrated team in the nation. Uh, I'm still standing behind that. And I'm going to call the upset in this in this bracket, I'm going to call whoever wins this Seton Hall NC State game over Kansas. Um, I think either team has enough talent to beat them. Um uh, NC State has a big guy that thinks his name Yurt Seven that killed us. He just stepped out behind the, the three point line and killed us. Um, Seton Hall beat us at home, um, and again, I'm not basing it just off of them beating Louisville, but the fact that I got to watch both teams does help with me choosing this one. And I've watched Kansas play. I think Kansas is going to have a tough game against Penn. Now, I'm not going to make that bogus, or I'm not going to make a boneheaded uh, prediction and say that Penn's going to beat Kansas, but I think that game's going to be kind of tough for Kansas. Uh, these Ivy League teams are always uh, very fundamentally sound. You always think of the Harvard teams with the Har- or, or the Princeton teams, with, you know, the backdoor cuts and just you know running every play to perfection and 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 everything like that. So look out for Seton Hall or NC State. I'm gonna go with NC State winning that one and then beating Kansas. Uh, that will be my upset for the Midwest bracket. So we got that we got that part done and we. We'll move over to the uh, Elite Eight, which I think will be I think will be Duke, Duke, and uh, I guess I'll go with Clemson, Duke and Clemson again. This is just a quick one. Uh, this isn't what you know is going to be chalk. I'm just running over this quick. I haven't really got to do that much studying into it normally. You know, I sit there and, and take a pretty good amount of time to look at these, uh, except for the San Diego or the South Dakota State and the Loyola Chicago one. I'll put both of those on my actual bracket. Um, so, um, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of torn about this because I, I went back and or I didn't go back. I was watching the show when it was released, and uh, they were talking about. Who were the last? Who were the last four or the first four out? And Louisville wasn't even in the first four out. 
Um, again, we had our chances. I, I, I'll say that. Uh, we ha- we did have our chances. But the fact that Notre Dame was higher than us on that, Notre Dame was the number one team on, on the uh, first four out, that's a joke to me. That is, that is an absolute joke. They lost six games in a row. Six games in a row. And they want to say, oh, well, you know, this team didn't have two players. Okay, injuries happen. It's basketball. But, I mean, still that, they didn't even make the tournament. So, still the biggest joke to me is Oklahoma. Oklahoma went 2-8 and eight down the stretch. So, then they asked the guy on the, on the, on the show, uh, the committee member, and they say, so how did, first of all, how did Oklahoma make it? And second of all, how did they make it and be a 10 seed? And he's like, well, if you look at it, the games in November, December mean just as much as the games in uh, February and March and, and everything like that. So you got to take into account that all the good wins that they had at the beginning of the season and blah, blah, blah. And, the, and he says, well, you know, they're, their uh, their seed was definitely a lot, uh, definitely a lot higher before they went on this skid down the stretch. So Charles Barkley asked him, "says So what were they a one seed before they went two and eight to finish the season?" And the the committee member almost was like, "Uh, uh like didn't have anything to say. It's a joke." Uh, the, the fact that Oklahoma State's not in the tournament, they have a bigger gripe than Louisville does. I mean, Oklahoma State's got the fifth fifth highest uh, or fifth strongest. Fifth strength of schedule. They're the first team to sweep Kansas in the Bill Self era. They also beat Oklahoma. They also beat uh, West Virginia on the road. It's a. I mean, it's a joke. I don't. I don't get it. I, I really. I really, really don't get this. Um, there's. There's so many inconsistencies, and then whenever they they talk to them about, they talk to they ask the committee members about certain things and then they say something that completely contradicts you know what they're saying um it, it makes zero sense uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't get it man i really i really don't get it and i'm flabbergasted i'm i have the i have the uh tournament show on the tv and they got john calipari on there so that's cool i guess i don't know it's it sucks because I mean I know we missed the tournament two years ago, but that was self-inflicted. Um, but man, this this sucks. The I, I know we had our chances and and everything like that, but I mean you got to think that that Virginia game had point nine seconds up four points. That's the game. We win that. We win that game. It's over. Uh, we're in the tournament. That's, I mean that that's my, that's my. I mean it's an educated guess, but I think it's still a pretty good one. You beat, you play them well on the road. You beat them when you play them at home, and you give them their second loss in the ACC and their third loss overall. And man, I think I think you're in. So again, like I said, Oklahoma State I feel to me has the biggest gripe out of anybody. They beat Florida State. Um, let's see here. They beat Texas. They beat Oklahoma. 
They beat Kansas twice, like I said. Beat West Virginia on the road. Beat Texas Tech. Beat Oklahoma. They won the season series with Oklahoma. Won the season series with Kansas. I, granted, I know they were 8-10 and 10 in their conference, but <laughs> Texas was 8-10 and 10 in their conference. Had a 19-14 and 14 record. And doesn't have near as many good wins as Oklahoma State does. And, I mean, let's just look at some of the wins that Texas got. Um, air quotes here. Um, Alabama. TCU. Texas Tech. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. West Virginia at in Texas. So, nowhere near as good wins as Oklahoma State has. To me, Oklahoma State should be beating down the doors of the committee members, wondering why they're not in. I mean, it's a joke. It really is a joke. I'm pissed for Louisville, but I don't know how I'd feel if I was an Oklahoma State fan. I mean, the fact that that they did this to them, and good Lord, man. And I, I mean, I feel bad for St. Mary's as well. I mean, St. Mary's does play in uh, was it the West Coast Conference with Gonzaga and they kind of had their their own tournament destiny in their hands, just like we did, and lost uh, before the championship. I think they make the championship. It's a no doubt that they're in the turn. They're in the tournament, uh, being that they're the third the third team there with uh, the third team in the first four out. Um, so I mean, me looking at that, that shows me Louisville's not even a one seed in the NIT. So I don't know. I I thought we had enough wins to make it. Um, I know we had a, the, a, an interesting tweet that I read was from uh, Jody Demling tweeted out earlier tonight after the uh, tournament brackets were released and said Louisville didn't lose a game all season to a team that didn't make it into the NCAA tournament, which is very interesting. But you also got to take into account that we also didn't get enough key wins, which is what the committee, I guess, ultimately looks at. The quadrant one, two, and three wins. So it sucks. Um, you kind of hope that something good would happen this season because we don't really know how the seasons are going to end up. Uh, I don't know. We Vince Tyree did already say that we accepted the the bid to the NIT uh, the other day. He said sign the paperwork to say that if we did get the bid to it, we're going to take it. Um, I mean, I say we take it. Get these young guys some more experience. Uh, let them play. Maybe we can get a couple wins under our belt and, you know, keep these guys and engaged going into the next season when we're going to need them the most. Um, but that's going to take me to my beef for today. Um, my beef is with the selection committee and putting in some of these teams, mainly Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma has... Was Oklahoma's records eighteen and thirteen? They were eight and ten in their conference, so they had one less win and one one less win and one less loss than Oklahoma State and Texas. Uh, I mean, heck, Baylor was eight and ten and eighteen and fourteen. So I mean, I don't I don't get it, man. I think Louisville's better than Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma State's better than Oklahoma. I think St. Mary's is better than Oklahoma. I think USC is better than Oklahoma. I think there's a lot of teams that are left out. Um, it's, this stuff doesn't make sense to me. I guess it. I guess you see what it kind of feels like to be some of these teams where 
I don't know. I, don't, I actually, you know what? I feel like every year Louisville kind of gets jobbed by the by the selection committee. It seems like normally we get a way lower seed than what we normally are. Like last year, we were ranked tenth and got a four seed. Didn't make sense to me. We got a draw against arguably one of the hottest teams coming into the tournament in Michigan, and lost in the lost to them in Indy. I think it's no. I don't, actually, I don't remember if it, no, it wasn't in Indy. I can't remember where it was, but we lost to them and. That was the end of the tournament for us, so, I mean, it sucks. I, I will be watching the NIT uh, selection show here in about 50 minutes. Uh, I'm going to try to go to the game. I don't know. I'm not going to not go and cheer for the team. Uh, this sucks. Not being in a tournament sucks. Um, I don't know which one sucks more, though, this one or the one a couple years ago whenever we held ourselves out. It's, it's tough, man. It is tough. So, guys, again, thank you so much for the support. Uh, I'm hoping to keep gaining listeners. Uh, my likes and shares went up a whole lot over the past week because of that Denny Crum interview. So I'm hoping you guys can keep sharing these with your friends because uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying doing this, and I'm hoping that maybe – sometime in the near future or just in the future that this can be a profession for me um if you guys know somebody in this industry or know somebody that you think would be a good guest write me a message shoot me a text do something um i'm always down to get people that are good guests um for those of you that listened to the episode already i really hope you guys are as excited as i am if i can get that joby hall interview because uh I'm not a UK fan, never will be a UK fan, but I respect the heck out of Joey Hall. And I would love to do an interview with two Hall of Famers like that, even if I got to drive to that dump of a town called Lexington. So, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. I hope you guys are enjoying these. I'm going to keep pumping them out, keep getting good guests. I hope you guys have a good Sunday, at least a better one than I am, because my team is left out of tournament. So, guys, have a good one. Try to stay warm. It is getting cooler, and I heard about a chance maybe of some snow so be safe guys peace